before the bloodbath begins, slithering away over to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash over to Twitter at the VHO underscore podcast. Instagram, the Baron's Hideout Podcast. Then stab over to Dean's Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce. Listen to the show on your favorite apps and Patreon. Enjoy the sleigh and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear at the unsuspecting guests, and which the their dark secrets and methods of the genre. In this bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is within the barracks. Welcome. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Dean. And joining us today is, for the second time, is the Witch City Horror Queen herself, the amazing, spooky, Kay Lynch. Um, as a short little intro for anybody who doesn't know who Kay is, she is the founder and festival director for Salem Horror Fest. Um, Kay, how you been? Pretty good, thanks. Happy spooky season. Yes, and we're kicking it off right right with you, you know, and I know we have a bunch of awesome things lined up. Um, well, that you've actually been lining up for everybody, um, kind of pre-Film Horror Fest, is Video Coven. And um, I guess to kind of, you know, start everything right off the bat, you want to explain what Video Coven is to everybody? Sure. So, okay, so I moved the festival from October to April, um, which sounds a little con- counterintuitive. I know everyone wants to be in Salem during October, but for anyone who's actually been here during that month, it's a clusterfuck it's so crazy salem's actually a really tiny city um compared to its reputation so um so it can be fun it is a really cool time of year obviously it's autumn halloween um but i'm telling you honestly it is not a great not the greatest experience that you could have the closer you get to halloween just because i mean unless you love like that mardi gras kind of feel um where you're just like shoulder to shoulder with people personally i'm not a fan of that and then also with covid it made it even that much more complicated to deal with so we've been doing this for five years and i thought it would be time to kind of go into another end of the calendar to make things a little um more flexible for people because in addition to it being such a tight cramped space that create that inflates all the costs, the prices, the hotel rooms, the flights, everything becomes more expensive. Um, and they get booked out, they get booked further out. So a lot of people who want to come to the festival can't, whether like the costs are too high or they just didn't book on a year in advance. There's nowhere for people to stay. So the last few years, um, I've been kind of like stuck. Not really, you know, um, it's been a, it's been a great five years, but like my available audience has been mostly people who just happened to be here because um, they had plans to be in Salem and maybe they found out uh, about us once they were here. Um, but a lot of people who want to come specifically for us have been um, kind of blocked out from that experience. Um, and also the locals 
we all stay away. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> October. So I have so many people in the area, in the region, who are like, I'd love to come, but nowhere in hell am I driving to Salem in October. Wow. So I've been like, all right, I'm like marketing this teeny little sliver of people. <laughs> and thankfully, you've been successful at it. It's been a really great few years. Um, but, you know, that's not who I started this festival for. I started this festival for, for hardcore horror fans and filmmakers and I want to make it easier um, for them to attend, to participate, and really create more of like a community, a communal experience. Like when you go to a convention or um, a lot of these other film festivals, you know, you get the lanyard. You're like in this, you know, in the same space for um, you know a few days at a time. So you really get to kind of get to know people. Um, I've always thought like my goal is for when people come here that if they go to a bar afterwards they'll see another person in the lanyard and be like oh hey I'm here for Salem Horror Fest too and that can become a little bit of an icebreaker um, as it is now if you come in October you can't even get into the bar does it get that busy then in October Yes. It's, <laughs> insane. It's, wow. It's nuts. And and it's it could be fun, I would say like once. Like if you want to come and do it once, like it's mm. an experience. Um, not one that I would love personally, just because <laughs> it's too many people. Um, and again, Salem is actually a really small city. So it's like if we were a bigger city like Austin, Texas, there'd be a lot more room to spread out. Exactly. Um so Video Coven came about um, because once I moved the fest, um, the cinema was like, well, hey, we don't want to give, you, you know, you've been developing <laughs> a programming here in October for the last five years. We don't want you to lose that opportunity and like that kind of um, stage time yeah. that you've had here. Um, so before we give it up to anybody else, is there anything that, you know, you would like to do? Um, and so that got me thinking, well, I still like with all respect to the tourists, even though I'm moving the fest, um, to accommodate a different segment of the market. Um, I thought this could be a really cool opportunity to establish a, a, an annual program that is kind of, it's not exactly this, but it started out as sort of like a best of, or like the highlights of. So, um, you know, an opportunity to bring back some films that, you know, were, were standout, um, you know, hits of the festival or um, I, I feel like didn't get enough attention that they deserved. Or like, for example, in 2020, we had to do the fest all virtual. We had yeah. no live screenings um, and it ended up being a really cool experience. Um, and, and one of the reasons for that is because it allowed us to really double down on the indie films. And we had like 25 features, maybe 30. Yeah, it was a lot. It was, yeah, it was. Um, but it, it, it allowed us to, one, reach out to the, the global community. And it showed how much people really were eager and hungry for that sort of content, that DIY spirit. Um because it can be difficult to market these low budget, um, you know, no name films to people um, to kind of get their, to capture their attention because they have like no context. And previously when I was really limited to like a certain sliver of people, um, it was a harder sell. So the first few years has been a big mix of repertory 
and incrementally introducing more and more indies. The going virtual, it well, we couldn't license repertoire stuff. We did a couple, but it was very expensive and complicated. So we doubled down on the indies and the response is huge. Um, not only from the audience, but the filmmakers themselves too. They got really involved and it, it was really special. It's fantastic. Yeah. But they never got their film screened like physically on yeah. the theater. Um, and so that's a big kind of thing, special experience that we offer being in Salem is saying that your film got to play in the Halloween capital, near the screen in the ha Halloween capital of the world. So um, some of the films that I've programmed for this fall are films that never got their proper due or their full proper due. So yeah. for example, like The Strings was our jury winner in 2020. Oh, that but movie is, it's it's so good. I've watched it, it so really many is. times on Shutter. I recommended it to everybody. Oh, it was like my favorite of that year, and it's, oh, it's such a well, great film. It wasn't that. It was it was many people's favorites of that year, so it, it deservedly won our jury award. And um, so we're um, presenting that film live in a theater for the first time. A couple other films that um, Threshold is another indie darling that got picked up by Arrow. Yep. Um, I love this movie. It's so cool. I bought the Blu-ray, and um, I'm just so excited for the filmmakers Powell and Patrick and um, Joey and the whole team. Um, but this is the first time the film has ever been screened in the United States. Um, Death Drop Gorgeous is another one. Now that has had some local screenings. Yeah, and also um, friends of the show as well. Yes, they're the sweetest. I love them. <laughs> um, their film uh, won the Audience Award, and you know, which is awesome. Like again, I do not disparage our virtual experience. I think it was amazing and truly special. Um, but I want to see this movie with an actual audience, yeah. like live with other people. So um, again, that's another film that we are screening live um, for the first time. Additionally, like with my partnership with the Romero Foundation, I've been doing a lot of cool work with them. Um, the fellowship uh, program being one of them. So like, for example, um, two of the filmmakers that won our um, Romero Fellowship um, opportunity, which is a mentorship program where the filmmakers are selected to work with mentors like Travis Stevens and Jen Wexler. Um, and there uh one of those films landlocked by paul owens also a friend of the show <laughs> yes he's so sweet and again an another amazing film um it's like a super like no budget high concept sci-fi which is like my favorite <laughs> like yeah. it's so it's it's incredible what someone with like such a um a big vision can do with very few resources and i think his film landlocked really pulls it off beautifully so we're bringing that film back. Um, we did get to screen it last year. Um, and now Alice Mayo, uh, Mayo McKay, um, her debut feature, So Vam, um, won our jury award last year. Um, we did screen it live. And she, she was also a recipient of the Romero Fellowship, working with Jen Wexler. The film got picked up by Shudder and has been starting to build an audience, um, you know, much like Death Drop Gorgeous, both are quick horror films. 
And Alice herself is a trans filmmaker who is now 18 years old. Yeah, that's that's so nuts to me. It's so nuts. Yes. Anything's possible, guys. Anything. She's she just turned 18. Before she turned 18, she finished production on her third feature film, which is wow. not been announced yet. <laughs> yep. Yep. It, it's it, crazy. News is coming soon. She's just so talented, really sweet. Um, we are premiering her second feature, Bad Girl Boogie. Hell yeah. Um, which is a queer horror slasher. Her first film, So Vam, was a queer horror vampire, like teen vampire movie. Yep. Um, so we have this sort of like, I don't say a grab bag, but like a mix of um, films that are very different, um, but they're independent voices mostly. And, um, and they, at the time that we first presented them, were relatively unknown, um, you know, because once you, once you begin the festival circuit, it becomes this thing that if if you're successful if your if your film kind of like reach you know connects with its audience it can grow and build and the response from that gets the attention of distributors and so then those films get picked up and then they make their way to shutter or arrow or um you know more traditional outlets for like vod for like dark star pictures or dark sky <laughs> um yeah. uh, epic we, we worked with so many um and then the 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 profile of the film and the filmmakers themselves continue to rise. And so I really see this video cup and series being an opportunity to kind of continue that lifespan of a film um, and to give new opportunities to these filmmakers to present their film um, with uh, to an audience that has a little more context of what this film is or who the filmmaker is, what kind of voice they have. Um, so then people can go, oh, I heard about this film. I'd love to, or I saw it on Shutter. I'd love to see it on the big screen. Um, so that's kind of like what this series has become. And I'm really excited about it. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be super fun. I, lo- I love I love that because you always think, you know, once a movie kind of hits, you know, the festival circuit and it's kind of, it's the, you know, the movie of the moment or everyone's kind of talking about it and then it kind of dies off a bit. But I love the fact that you kind of try and keep it alive and keep it going and keep, you know, new audiences sort of new eyes on it and stuff like that. I think that's a really cool idea. Thank you. Yeah. I I mean, I hope it really connects with people. Uh, We're doing on Thursday nights, except for this Friday. We're doing one this Friday, but otherwise everything's on Thursday nights. So we're hoping to get some of the local people um to come because you know obviously the weekends are a lot crazier yeah um and yeah just to get people back in the theater again um and uh yeah and and just one other uh aspect of the festival um we do have three three repertory titles that we're going to show creep show um it's the 40th anniversary of creep yeah i'm I'm excited Um, for that one Yeah, it's gonna be it's such a great <clears> film, <throat> yeah, and sure. um, you know we're gonna celebrate the film itself, and uh, of course everything Romero. Um, and for the holidays, we have Black Christmas and Silent Night, Deadly Night. That one's just for fun. Hell yeah! <laughs> that, Hell that yeah! That one's for funsies, just because I don't know. Everyone, it's those are the type of films that we watch every year, regardless. And actually, I did a, I did a holiday horror in this podcast. Last you year. did, <laughs> <laughs> and that was super fun. <laughs> so. It was super fun. Another great, you know, dialect 
code and yeah so those are three repertory films that you know everybody knows and then the only other aspect of the program that i want to mention is that our very last double feature of the year this is my the end of december i'm doing a double feature of two films that I wanted to premiere at the <laughs> festival. They were films that I wanted so bad, um, but for different reasons, weren't, we weren't able to snag them. You know, they got picked up by other festivals before us. Um, and those films, they're, they're two films that are like some of my favorites from this year. And so that slot is gonna be my program of like the ones that got away. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, I'm excited. It, yeah, the really special films. Deadstream is one of them that got picked up by Shudder. And it's like, how do you explain it? It's like Blair Witch meets Evil Dead. Like it's um, uh, not found footage. What is it? Like screen horror? Like it's a live yeah, stream. Yeah, that, that's, that's probably like the best way to describe that. That's like at yeah. least what I've been seeing everybody describe it as. Screen horror, Yeah um it's so it's really 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 funny and horror that's kind of slapstick um and, mm-hmm. and a social commentary on just like youtube um lifestyle or like, yeah um and then the other one is a film that i saw at boston underground called medusa and um let's see what's how can i explain that movie <laughs> <laughs> um let's just say for me it was like for anyone who likes Hello Mary Lou Prom Night 2, like this movie to me, it's it it shares a sort of like similar kinship with that. Oh, okay. It's, okay. It's um it's it's wild, it's violent, it's horrific, but it's it's funny, <laughs> it's really queer. Um and um it's very yeah, it has all the middle fingers towards like traditional values and religion and and it's just and it and it's like um very brightly colored it's a lot of neon greens and pinks and has susie the banshees on the soundtrack so oh that, awesome. <laughs> that like secures its place in my art <laughs> um yeah so I'm, re- I'm really excited about those um but yeah it's just i don't know i've been I've lived in Salem for almost 20 years and have been doing before, even before Salem Horror Fest have been doing events here. And so uh, I'm, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to continue that and to still be a part of the season um, and essentially just kind of extend the life of the festival oh, yeah. in a way. So, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be like, one-tenth of what the actual festival is and so um i'm really looking forward to seeing how it's received and how it goes because it's this kind of approach is new for us and and a little different um which that is not (laughs) that doing something new and different isn't necessarily new and different for us because the last few years (laughs) every single year we've had to reinvent the festival um for one reason or another and so we've we've learned to be nimble <laughs> yeah and that's another thing i really like about the festival though is because it's always fresh it's always doing something different i mean you bring back um you know certain elements like last year you did the live um you know in person <clears throat> thing and then later on in the year you, you did it virtual for people who weren't able to be there to watch it so i thought it was really really cool and um 
that I'm glad that you're still um, holding on to certain things like that and, and still keeping some things in October and throughout the year to kind of you know feed people like me who's going to be at every single screening of, of the video coven stuff. Oh, good. Um, so yeah, <laughs> uh, I bought my badge and everything. I'll um, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there actually this week. Um, we just had Chris on the show too. Um, yes, I saw that. So I, I can't wait to finally meet him in person and, and grab a physical copy for myself because when I went to go get him, they sold out. So he said he's yeah. going to have a few there. So <laughs> I will, oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be uh, definitely grabbing one, and and I'm sure you'll be around too. So it'll be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll grab one yes. for you too, Dean. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris Lamartina, he is a an also an alum of the festival. So this. Is the sequel to WNUF um, out there, Halloween Megatape. Um, The film that we premiered last year of his was um, What What Happens happens Next Next Will Scare You. It's so good. Exactly. And that that was our audience winner of 2021. And so he, like Alice um, and her film Backdoor Boogie, were showing their new films, whereas we had you know, been, had the opportunity to to screen their previous films last year. And so, I don't know, I just really like the idea of creating this sort of, uh, it's like so like cheesy and tired <laughs> to refer to this as a family, but like, you know, like a community of filmmakers that it's like, you don't just pass through, show your film and that's it. Like we yeah. want you to come back. We want to see how you grow and see, what other ideas you have um so you know it means a lot to me and to our audience when filmmakers come back with something new um because the the purpose of this festival is to give platform to these filmmakers and um to just really try to find these new voices and to connect them with the audience because i think there's this misinformed assumption that people that there isn't a big market or appetite for like micro budget um yeah film in general obviously horror in our case but when it comes to horror i think like more than any other genre we are hungry for something new for something fresh and we don't need it to be expensive we don't need it to star these big names we just for most horror fans that I've ever met, and I've met a lot, <laughs> like we want just something original and something interesting, um, something we haven't seen before. And speaking from my own experience, I watch a lot of crap in order to find that that special thing, even mm. you know, or that special moment or that idea. Um, like I will, I'll just keep watching and 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 find various things to appreciate about most of the films but it's it's that um that pursuit to find something new and exciting um that keeps me going and you if if that's truly what you want you're not gonna find it at the amc i mean every once in a while you would yeah. you will like i don't want to completely disparage you know like big budget films um you know, like uh, malignant, <laughs> malignant. A, oh, yes, a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Um, but if you want to see the weird stuff, <laughs> if you, you want to see, <laughs> yeah, if you want to see something you've never seen before, you have to go to the festivals. Not only for the features, 
um but especially for the shorts like even mm. more so like i think what um, <laughs> i got it right here ah, yeah. <laughs> all the yes. award winners <laughs> yes uh oh, i just i love twitter entertainment and um Hell yeah. it's so it was so cool to see <laughs> to i picked it up VHS as soon as that. as soon as it was available i was like i need that oh thank you <laughs> give it to me right now <laughs> um the shorts are um you know we there aren't many avenues to like sh- to to feature them but there are you know like because it's a streaming service i shot does a pretty good job more than any other sh- service that i've seen um with giving a platform for the for short films um and it's a shame because um well like with the submission like you know i see all the submissions that come through and i, I would say like mm, 15 to 20 percent are features the great majority of what we receive are shorts but we only have so much time allotted to show them and it's it's really a shame so i would put limitations on the length so we can maximize the number of filmmakers who can feature and i every year i I increase the program and find different ways of like we gotta find more and more ways yeah last year was really fun too um with that because you did um you did like hour blocks, I think, for the beginning of I think almost every day, right? You you had it because you had it at the church, mm-hmm. so you had two different screenings, and you 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 broke it up, and I really liked that. Yeah, um, there were two two hour blocks. Two hour blocks. So, that's what so it was. We had four hours total. Yeah. In addition to that, we partnered with Alter, and we had how much like thirty films that we, yeah we showed there. We featured twenty. Um, music videos on our youtube channel so like it was a lot and still like there was a lot of great stuff that we couldn't include um so i'm always looking for ways to just like expand um the opportunity to to feature these filmmakers um but also to just find ways to try to encourage people to seek these out because um yes the festival circuit is where you see weird stuff but especially in shorts, because when you only have like a five minutes or 20 minutes or whatever, you know, whatever it is, like you can get away with much weirder stuff yeah. in a shorter mm-hmm. amount of time. I've um, seen some batshit shorts at festivals. It's <laughs> a real crazy, but they've been brilliant though. They've been really, really good. I've seen some yeah. crazy, of crazy Norwegian short. I can't remember what it was called, but it was literally like, what did I just watch? But it was great. <laughs> Those are the it best was, though. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. I'll have to try and dig it out and send it to you. But it was, it, and it was, oh, yeah, it was this really yeah. small little horror festival somewhere outside of Liverpool, somewhere, you know, we went along to the Bijou, tiny little beat, it's called the Bijou Theatre. And they run a lot of shorts, and some of them are absolutely bonkers, but they were brilliant. <laughs> I <laughs> never, never would have seen them in a million years if I hadn't gone to this festival. So, yeah. What's great about shorts is that you don't need to stretch out the idea to like a feed you know like there's yeah you exactly. can just have one awesome fucked up weird idea mm. and just make that um where with a feature you have to find a way to stretch it out like that idea yeah <laughs> um in a lot of in a lot of cases that idea is not enough for a feature yeah. um but um yeah so if you truly want to see weird shit, the, yep. the shorts are where to go. And it's also the, the, the bar of entry to do it, you know, cause you, you, 
first of all, it's all just you're only limited by your imagination. So whatever resources you have available, you can develop something that you can pull off. And no matter what, like you can come up with an idea that you can you can create for zero dollars. Now, having money makes everything a little easier. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there's like no reason why anyone couldn't make a short. Um, they're, they're only limited by their imagination. And so because of that, you get a much wider um, uh, diversity of voices of the you know the filmmakers you know you get much more um not only people with like different ideas but people with different backgrounds and um and unfortunately it's still the the feature submissions that we get it's gotten a lot better over the years but like you know we're, we're constantly looking for black filmmakers for queer filmmakers for women filmmakers and they're out there there's fewer of them and they have fewer opportunities um and so when you go to the shorts there's a lot more voices represented um in, in different countries like we we've had shorts from like well, at least 100 countries in the world that we've Damn, seen that's awesome wow over the last awesome. five years um incredible I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to find that number because i love to know exactly what it is but <laughs> it's, it is amazing it is incredible and um and again like there's never enough screen time that we can accommodate yeah. as much as we could as much as is deserved um just because there's so much out there and um you know i just really encourage everyone to seek them out because there's there's a whole other world another dimension of like really interesting um ideas that are worth exploring okay yeah. i wanted to i wanted to ask you i mean you i'm sure you don't know any a number but like how many movies do you get sent you must get sent thousands of submissions <laughs> to go through and it must take so long just to sit and watch i mean it's a great job as well just getting to sit and watch loads of different horror movies if they're good <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah yeah you literally must get sent so many movies to go through yeah we just crossed like the a thousand mark the oh thousand wow threshold. No. not for this year yeah we're projecting you know last year we got a thousand we're and we're projecting that we'll exceed that because every yeah. year we've doubled the submissions from the previous year. Wow. So, right. so when we started, it was a much, well, when we started, I was afraid no one was going to submit. So I didn't charge any fees. I was like, I just want people to send us their stuff. I want to yeah. see what yeah, they yeah. And we got, we did get a ton. We got like 600. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, we're going to watch all of so we did have to in our second year we did have to start doing the fees unfortunately because it was just otherwise you just never be able to give everything a fair um or fair, like a, a, a equal attention yeah their um, assessment of the films and um so but then after that i think it was like once we instituted the fees it was like 300 and next year was 600 and it was 1200 wow. um it was very close to doubling every year. And so last year was a thousand and so wow. it's like more than that. Do you watch all of them? <laughs> I do not. I started. Yeah. I started watching a lot of movies. <laughs> even last year, I, I did not watch all of them last year, but I do watch all the features and I try to watch as many shorts as I can. And then just got to the point where it's like, 
I can't. <laughs> Not enough hours yeah. in the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the box office. I'm the web administrator. I'm the yeah. marketing PR person. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I have everything. a lot of other hats <laughs> to wear. So thankfully, that's where our jury and our screeners come in. So we do have yeah. a great team that's always evolving and growing um, to watch them <laughs> and to give feedback as to um, to what they think. Um, of the films themselves, but also like what they, which films they think might be a good fit for us, particular mm. in particular, because we're also kind of have a um, sort of like, oh, how do I say this? Like um, <laughs> sort of like set sort of themes that we're looking for, or like goals that we're trying to achieve with the films that we show, or like a um, what's the, uh sensibility that okay, like yeah. you know like salem horror fest i i want it to be known to have like a wide diverse um array of voices um yeah. and i want um to really showcase innovative ideas on like no small budgets or no budgets so like diy punk spirit is really important to us um and so there are some films that might be like super polished and really heady or i don't know overly sophisticated that doesn't (laughs) necessarily mean it's you know we show yeah like that but you know there isn't we're not we're not always looking for very rarely are we looking for like mainstream viability like we Mm for what's weird and what's interesting yeah. and what's unique and mm-hmm. um and you, you know, nail all those by the way you do the the festival it, it's always hitting all all those marks and that's another reason why i, I love attending every single year is just to see how diverse it is and how crazy things can get um and also mm-hmm. with you always showcasing you know local um you know horror movies like mass hysteria like you did um last year i think was absolutely awesome and and also being friends with Nick Verdi, who did uh, Caucasoid, and you know, yes. and and we're actually actually me and Aaron are a part in his new movie. So like what? we were, we yeah we're we're in his new movie that's that he just made. Um, he sent Wait, me a, a rough cut you. of it. Oh, tell me, I want to hear more of this. Yes, movie. it's okay. I'll 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 tell him to message you. I think he's finishing okay. up some stuff with um. Oh, um, that's great. Nick with is so music, sweet. So. I think he said in January is when he's going to start looking for festivals. So um, I'll have him message you for sure. Yeah, um, that'd be awesome. It's a crazy one. <laughs> it's completely wow. different than Caucasus. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> well, I would not expect that anything different. <laughs> um, well, anything other than crazy yeah. <laughs> from, from him. Um, and it's always so funny, too, because like, it's the people with the most fucked up ideas are like the biggest sweethearts. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, and yeah, so last year we started our, our program, Local Mass Hysteria. Yeah, that's what it was. And, yeah. um, I, I, I instituted that because, because we received so many submissions now and when our screeners are going through and rating and reviewing them, they're not necessarily looking where to see where they're from. Yeah. Um, yeah, that information is part of the pro, you know, the submission, and it's always interesting to look at and for in, in different contexts we'll look to see like 
oh, like, what are our international programs like and this and that. Um, and unfortunately, there's the, you know, the local stuff don't always make it to like the highest rated stuff. And it's not to say that it's, they're not as good or as worthy because it's just, it's so competitive that a lot of good stuff just doesn't make the cut in terms of the, the Wicked Shorts program. For example, last year we had to make a cutoff. What was it? It was like anything that had a rating of like 8.8 .8 or lower did not make it. Into oh, the wow. wow. So the stuff that we showed was like high eights or higher. Um, and that leaves out a lot. Yo, there's still mm. a lot of really great stuff that I personally love. Yeah. That was, you know, like six or seven. Um, and so um, I wanted to come up with a way that we still were a festival to champion our local voices. And so I came up with this program, Local Mass Hysteria, that specifically looks at the submissions that are from Massachusetts. And we put together our program um, based on that. And um, we did it on uh, National Indigenous Peoples Day. Um, and it's like a, typically a holiday Monday. Yeah. And we um, make it free and open to the public. And um, just to celebrate these films and the filmmakers and to kind of, you know, develop and encourage a sense of like hometown pride and Massachusetts in particular we have a very um, active and successful film um, office like our um, in Boston we have uh, they're, they're essentially like a lobbying a lobbying group that goes to film industry and says film your TV show or yeah. your movie here and you know, you get tax credits and um, you know, all kinds of stuff. And so we do have a really good um, track record with that sort of thing. And um, so I really want to encourage and um, help facilitate like the grassroots of that to not only be welcoming people from outside of the state to come make films here, but to encourage the people who live here to do the same. Yeah. And so the, yeah, the local mass hysteria uh, program is a way to, to celebrate them. And, and also a lot of times when these films go out to the circuit, you can't always bring your people with you. <laughs> you know, so if your film gets shown in, I don't know, like Pennsylvania or California or whatever, and you're from somewhere on the other side of the country, you know, your family and friends, maybe some of them will come, but yeah. most of them won't. And so um, I think this is also a really great opportunity for the filmmakers and their friends and family to come and celebrate with them. Um, so, so last year was our first year and it was really cool. It was packed the entire day yeah. and it was just the energy was a little different because it was full of people who um, either know the filmmakers or just want to participate in that sort of hometown pride yeah and it, it was really really cool and um being able to see a lot of those films you know uh win some like audience awards or you know 
going on um, to being successful and some of them still being in the festival circuit, which, you know, will happen. You know, some movies don't get picked up, but um, that's okay because there's more chances for more people to see in other festivals. Um, and I don't Absolutely. know. Salem Horror Fest is just so much different than any other festival I have attended. And I like that. I love how it's so diverse and different. And also how, okay, you do everything yourself. And I don't, you know, hats off to you. I don't know how you've been doing it five years and, and getting bigger and bigger. And especially next year. Um, like, holy shit. Like, I can't imagine the amount of pressure that you have do all this and it's there's never a dull moment with this festival um even when it's not going on you're always supporting um films throughout the year always talking about them on social medias or doing interviews or doing other showings throughout the year like you're going to be doing um the paranormal um norman um talk and i'm i'm going to be there i'll be there oh good so um i'm <laughs> yes, gonna bring in my, my son as well movie. so he'll, oh. he'll be there it's gonna be a really really cool time so i just love how active <laughs> you are outside of the fest and how supportive you are with with horror in general and and that's a really really good thing especially day and age you know thank you i mean i'm very grateful and fortunate for the opportunity and i don't take any of it for granted which is why i i am so active and trying yeah. to um because i also know it's really difficult to for any film to be made and um and a lot of films never get the proper reception that they deserve and so um when i started this festival i was well aware that like salem is on everyone's bucket list you know i mean you yeah. can go anywhere in the world and people at least recognize salem mostly for, <laughs> with, you know not the greatest reasons yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but that is um an advantage and um, something that I try to leverage um, for the benefit of these filmmakers because um, it's it's just uh, it's a platform that um, you know there's a lot more well well established festivals out there yeah and a lot you know I look up to them I respect them um, but I don't think we'll ever be them or at that level not because we're incapable of it um but because they already exist yeah you know what i mean like we don't need more of them because um you know the those the like quote prestige pictures um or like you know the the ones where all the celebrities go to and it becomes like this bidding war for you know million dollar productions those exist um what doesn't exist or what I believe there's aren't enough of is opportunities to showcase the ground level, the grassroots, the the people who you know pick up a camera like George Romero did. The punk mentality. Just, exactly. So we can do it ourselves. And um and again that's why partnering with the Romero Foundation is really important and special to me because I believe that the spirit that he embodied and his approach to filmmaking is very much um, the type of filmmakers that we want to encourage, but it's also the type of spirit that I try to embody with the festival. And um, I think one of the reasons why I've been able to keep this up um, 
it's because like i'm not afraid to show the edges yeah (laughs) and i i I do appreciate that a lot too it's hard work and i'm not always the best at it i make mistakes or i struggle or you know i i i present i i i present um you know uh a program or like sort of a, a level of production that i wish was more but i'm still beholden to you know certain um restrictions and um resources too and um i see that as an advantage because the um the boundaries that like prevent you from doing unlimited (laughs) opportunities um forces you to be creative and um i think I, i i'm okay with people seeing me sweat when i do it because um, it shows that they could do it themselves too. That, like, exactly. Not, this is not magic. This is a lot of hustle, a lot of happenstance, a lot of a ton of um, pram, uh, uh, qualities. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Have allowed this festival to make it to its sixth year, and um, and I think that we've we've brought a unique approach to it, but anyone can do it (laughs) anyone who wants to do it can do it and there's no shortage of films out there that are looking for an audience so um so i'm grateful for this opportunity i'm grateful for the platform that we have i'm grateful to be in salem and that so many people want to be here anyway yeah um and you know I, i i really hope that we can continue to make Salem known for something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not just all the brutal uh, slayings. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I paid my first that. my first ever visit to Salem in April, just gone. With first me. <laughs> with Dustin showed me around, yeah. And yeah, what a fantastic place. It's such a shame that there there wasn't a Salem horror fest going on when when we came to visit because it was I think it was the back end of April. Dustin, yeah. I can't, yeah, it was like the mid yeah. like the middle of April. So And it was really quiet, wasn't it? It was so quiet. It was in fact there were a few <laughs> things a few things that were closed, like the, I think was it the Nightmare Gallery was shut, and I was like, "Oh yeah. man, I really wanted to see that." I, I, actually, I think it was the day. I think it was the actual because we were only there for a couple of days. Yeah, we they only had of, um, slug days that they were open. And of course, the days Dean was here, uh, they were closed. Yeah. <laughs> we were staying in New York, yeah. So we got the train to to meet Dustin and come and hang out. And I think the days that we'd picked to come was like a Tuesday and a Wednesday or something like that. Yeah. So it was, it was very quiet, and I was like, "Damn it!" But we got to see so much of it, and yeah, it's a beautiful town. It's really cool, very cool. Yes. But, it is, and it's going to be, you know, as you saw, an April's a lot more elbow room. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. We're going to own that city. We're going to own the city. Next yeah, year. I can't wait. So, oh, it'd be such a great vibe. Yeah, I love that. Um, Dean, I don't know if you um, had any questions you wanted to. Um, yeah, a, a few things I was thinking of. Actually, you mentioned the GARF, I, uh, the George Romero Foundation. I actually know one of the guys who is the UK representative, a guy called Colin. Oh, yes, Colin's great. Yeah, Colin's a good friend of mine. Yeah, and I actually, I'm a vendor at the, they do a, a convention over here called Weekend of the Dead, um, which is, mm-hmm. uh, and the guy Marcus is a good friend of mine that runs that, Marcus and Dave. And I've, I'm actually going to be vending at the one coming up in November this year. We've got like Greg Nicotero's there and, there's a whole bunch of cool guests, um, but yeah, they call it. They're, they're great, man. I, I love, I love the, the the George Romero Foundation, kind of keeping that Romero spirit alive as well. It's fantastic. And I was lucky enough to meet the great man once, many, many years ago. I got really? to, 
Yes, it was many years ago. I had to get out of bed at like half six in the morning and stand in a queue. <laughs> to, yeah, it was worth yeah. it, man. To, oh, it was. Oh, yeah, it was him and Greg Nicotero. Actually, they both they were both doing a signing in a in a in a toy store in London, like twenty odd. Wow, many many years. Yeah. What a lovely what a lovely guy though. What a lovely guy. Um. So yeah, questions, Kate. For I'd say, if someone was a, a first time goer at Salem Horror Fest, if it was their first ever visit, uh, do you have any tips on how to kind of have the best experience? Hmm. How to kind of plan? Well, when it comes to Salem in general, um, I've done a big part. (laughs) I've helped you out by putting it in April because anyone who wants to come to Salem, I would recommend that they not come in October. Um, So check um there are so being in april all the hotels are gonna there's gonna be availability at all the hotels yeah if you really want to get the full experience stay at one of the hotels downtown i suggest hotel salem because it's right there (laughs) and it's also great (laughs) was that the one we stayed in yes (laughs) yes that was a nice hotel that was a nice hotel yeah it's very nice and um i mean there's the Hawthorne Hotel and yep. Salem Waterfront Hotel and some other um, uh, hotels and like inns and B&Bs and Airbnbs and, you know, there's a, a smaller um, accommodations, but they're all downtown. And so and Salem's a very walkable city. So mm. um, if you stay within that parameter, you're going to be able to walk everywhere, which is super mm. convenient. Um uh, there are a lot of places that I would suggest people go to. Um, one of my inspirations for the festival, and this is going to sound a little weird because Salem is such a <laughs> city, is South by Southwest. And oh, okay. I say, I say that because um, I was a marketing director for a dating app, and I threw a party, I threw parties um, in Austin during South by Southwest, not as part of the festival itself. But what was so cool to see is that like the entire city comes alive with the presence of that festival because you have industry um, and, and all these different aspects of um, like creators and filmmakers and um, tech people and gamers and they all descend upon Austin. And yes, they're spending a lot of time at the festival. But while they're there, they're going to drink at the bar or to party and check out other, you know, eat at the restaurants yeah. and um, experience Austin, Texas, um, outside of the festival as well, too. And so I, I really wanted to make sure that when I do this festival, um, I'm not trapping people in a dark room the entire time that they're here. I want people to come and experience the city in addition to our program and so um i will program at various venues in the downtown area different types of programs we do more than film um we've done art galleries and concerts and uh, exhibits you know a wide variety of things and um and, and very much encourage people to go from one venue to another because they'll get a better uh, more uh, global experience yeah be more fulfilled mm-hmm. yeah and so um it's there's a lot of vegetarian options <laughs> um, mm-hmm. there's yeah. 
um a lot like salem is a restaurant city we have so many great restaurants so i, really I highly suggest i'm howling wolf if you like mexican food because they are oh, amazing <laughs> that, that place yeah, brought dean that, there that Korea place you went to? dude i ate so much in that place i love the big portions yeah. <laughs> i didn't realize how big the portions are going to be not like how measly portions we get over here in the uk i think well, the, the burrito was like the size of my head it's huge <laughs> yeah it's great though yeah i'm very thankful for brew box actually because that place now i've i discovered um putting cereal into the milk and having yeah. cereal milk coffee i do that now with all my coffee milk over <laughs> cereal i don't know if you know that one k do you know no, what, what now, Dustin, you, exp- you yeah, probably explained uh, it better box, than me, the one that's right on Essex Street. It's right by the museum. It's a little coffee oh, shop uh, that's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a lot of coffee shops. Yes, we do. We yes, a yeah, there's we a lot. Yeah, a, yeah. Lot, a lot of bars. We have barcades, like Bit Bar is a really cool place to hang out. And we're actually going to be doing um, our parties at Bit Bar. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got, they have a new location that's like much bigger. And, um, uh, Counterlux, you have to go to Counterlux. I'm sorry you missed it when you were here, but next time, yeah, you gotta check it out. I have worked with James for like 15 years, various different ways, um, and I've been in <laughs> into the museum countless times, and it never gets old. Like every time I'll go in there to have a meeting with him, and I'll just immediately like. <laughs> yeah. get lost yeah. <laughs> um just become like a little girl looking out the <laughs> um it's a, a really he does he puts so much like heart and soul into it it's just so well lit and um so atmospheric it's, it's wow really cool. yeah um and the spirit of salem is really cool because <laughs> we there'll be rainbow flags everywhere we're super progressive and welcoming city um you know not just in june like the pride flags are year round yep they're either flags hanging or stickers in the window um super trans inclusive um a lot of artists live here um and you know create here um a lot of you know progressive minds um very politically active um a lot of hippies it's like yes. <laughs> yes. yeah we have you know it's a very kind of you know weird in the sense of like you know you want to hang out place. with the weirdos like yep. <laughs> that's where all the cool people are cool. everybody's so welcoming too that's the one we thing i really love about salem yeah it's so welcoming which is actually kind of unusual for massachusetts <laughs> yeah yes yeah us mass holes yeah, i mean <laughs> We're very, um, I think Massachusetts people are very loving and caring um, people, but we don't show it. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't, we're not, you know, and I, and I think a lot of us, because it's, you know, cold most of the year. So we've got this like exterior, but that's not in Salem. Salem is very much like um, just the university. So it's a college town, um, but it's just, it has so many nice and interesting people um, and, and part of that is because, bef- you know, aside from the witch trials, Salem has a really interesting history when it comes to being a port city because yeah. we're one of the oldest cities in the country. And it, um, our bay, our, um, in, in particular, our, our Pickering Wharf, 
was one of the most influential for, for a long period of time. And we um, imported goods from um, like, like lots of spices from like, um, and sh you know, sugar from Barbados and spices from India. And um, so we were always bringing like goods through our city and different cultures came along with it. And so, you know, we, for a good period of time, we were the sort of like trading posts for the for the rest of the world yeah. and so i think it it kind of like even to this day we are sort of this revolving door of different people from different backgrounds and we attract sort of very intellectually curious people um and people who want to meet someone new um or, or different, or just kind of like learn more about other people or other ideas. Um, so, so I think that that's carried over to this day. Um, yeah, and, for and sure. That's one thing that I, I think people will really notice when they come to Sam is that it's just like a, I'm biased. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so biased, but honestly, like I I couldn't live anywhere else. I really couldn't. Yeah. I'm so excited to come back and visit again next year and hope, hopefully work with the festival as well. But I'm so excited because I think when, when I came to visit in April, we was here for such a short amount of time and we, we did we managed to squeeze in a lot of different things. We saw a lot of different oh, things. Yeah, I made sure. But I'd like to take a bit more time really just to explore it, you know, explore the different everywhere, you know, just kind of really take it all in. It was a bit overwhelming because it's my first ever trip to the USA. I'd never been to the States before. So oh we kind of landed in New York and then we'd, we'd spent some time, a couple of days there, then to meet Dustin. And Dustin and I had never met before. So we kind of, yeah. so it was kind of that. And then also oh, seeing fun. Boston, seeing Salem. And then we kind of went but to see the Ice Nine Kills show in Connecticut and then back to New York. The uh -huh. whole, that we did all this in the space <laughs> of a week. And it was so overwhelming. It was, it was so overwhelming. My mind was just blown. And even now I kind of look back over photos from Salem and I'm like, wow, we did, we actually did that. I can't wait to come back and really spend more time there, just exploring everything and feeling it out a bit more and getting a real feel for the, for the city. And yes. <laughs> yeah, for such a small city, we have a lot to offer. This yes, is, yes, it's true. It is, it's a really special place. Um, there was actually one other thing I wanted to ask uh, about the festival. Um, so what are we going to be expecting um, this time around? Since it's it's bigger than ever, it's in a different um, uh, time of the year. Um, I think it's, is it longer or is it the, the same amount of days as, as it's always been? Yeah, same two weekends. Okay, so we still got the two weekends. Is there anything different that um we we can be excited for? Hmm. Well, everything in terms of the program will be different. You know, we'll have obviously yeah. different films in the competition. Um, the parties at Bitbar. I've actually not announced that yet. So. Oh, oh, so we're getting some yeah. some, some first yeah. times right here. But, but um. <laughs> But there's more to come with in relation to that. There's like two parties in particular that are going to be a little extra special um, with what we're going to do with them. Um, in terms of like the get, I do have like about ten guests confirmed, and Hell I'm yeah. still working on some others. Um, hmm, I think 
a lot of like those the format will be very similar okay so like the you know we have the two weekends at the cinema will just be an, a gauntlet of indies oh um, yeah um we've got hmm, i'm not gonna say that <laughs> we've got some people some familiar faces who okay. are going to be coming back um i think i could probably put two and two together <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, you know, over the years we've established some um, tent poles or like you know, kind of our like our tradition, and um, and so there are, there are a few elements that we are keeping alive. There are some people who have come in the past but haven't come in a couple of years who are coming back. Some new people. Um, you know, that's that's all I can say right now. Okay. Partly because some things are still in flux. Okay. And partly because I still have time. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. To add more. I mean, that's that's what um, you that's what it's like when you're the one person that's handling all this stuff. So yeah, time time is very valuable, and you yeah. being here and taking some time away from doing that stuff is we're we're very thankful. Oh, my <laughs> uh, Dean, I don't know if you have any other questions you wanted to ask. Oh, I'm good. I think you guys have covered everything. Yeah, I. I'm just now. I'm super excited for April. Oh yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm good this time, man. Right, and um, okay. to meet you, and I look forward to meeting you in April. Oh yeah, absolutely! Yeah, I can't yeah. wait. It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, and, and I'll see you on Friday. Yes, you will, <laughs> and all the other um showings and everything. Um, Dean, I'm gonna have to um buy you a badge, so just let me know because I want to. Yes, I bought the uh, the video coven, so I just got to get the the badges now. So I'm gonna end up doing that. Um, support you as much as we can. Um, with anything, is there gonna be um donations as well? Can anybody like donate if they can't like make it? Um. Hmm. Well, one thing I haven't instituted this yet but one thing that i wanted to do was create a system for people to actually we did this last year but yeah public not like forward facing it's just something i did behind the scenes we had some people sponsor tickets for others oh okay Um, so if someone like a gifting type thing yeah so we we did have someone come come and say like look i'd love to buy 10 passes for people who can't afford them and so I was able to um, reach out to a few local organizations and just say, hey, I got some classes available for, for anyone who'd like to come. Um, so that's something that I really want to expand upon this year and just, um, just to, to broaden the opportunity for more people to participate. And I don't, I really don't want there to be any unnecessary like barriers of entry. So that, that could be one way if people would like to sponsor someone else's ticket um that that would be a really cool way or becoming a sponsor in general um you know we have like the um screen advertising and stuff on the website um yeah that's it for right now <laughs> okay okay cool yeah, i was just curious about that um yeah so that's Thank cool you, being able to sponsor other people's tickets i like that and um we're probably mm-hmm. going to end up doing that through the show. So we'll we'll mm-hmm. we'll talk after the show about some things that that I I I have in mind. Um, but yeah, this has been super insightful. Like like always, Kay. Every time you come on here, just I just love listening to you talk about everything you're super passionate about. It's the stuff that Dean and I are very passionate about, like horror. Just especially this year, and and I guess even the year before. Like we're really in a horror renaissance. 
you know, like Seriously. there's so much stuff out there, and, and it's it's kind of tough to keep up with everything. So going to a festival, getting <laughs> getting you know time blocks of these movies that you haven't seen, and and actually being able to set the time aside to watch them is always really really cool. And and the Salem Horror Fest has always been my go-to fest for the past, jeez, uh, four years. So um, I've uh, attended. Wow. Four out of the six. Um, so this would be my fifth year, um, which Aww. is going to be going to be awesome. Um, That's so cool. Thank you. That's really cool. And yeah, and just seeing it grow too over the years is is very um, influential for anybody um, out there who who's either doing a festival, making movies, or doing a podcast like us. Like just seeing things grow um, and get bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, is it's really really heartwarming and to be able to support something that that I love and know that you love just as much because it, it is your baby. This is you know your brainchild. You made it huge. Like I I feel like it, it's so big that I don't even think you know how big it is. You know because like I'm like that too with with our show. Like people <laughs> listen to it, but it doesn't feel that big. But when you see people talking about it, you're like, holy shit. This is mm-hmm. this it, is huge. And, um, it was a life of its own. Um, but honestly, like what we're talking about here is like there is with like the internet, so the Twitter yeah. and Instagram and all the you know um, Pangoria, Bloody Reward, all the podcasts, there's countless of there's this all this conversation. Commu- there is a community. Yeah. Um. But it's like this big amorphous cloud of conversation that exists. And there are different pockets and um, different voices within it. But it's just kind of like the ether. And so when I think about the festival, I try to think of it of just like it is a physical place to bring that here yeah. or to like capture it in a bottle for a period of time. So like that is how I approach it is that like I participate in all these like corners of the the community because I want to know what people are connecting with and and who are the new voices and, um, and try to find ways that I can give them a physical presence. Um, And so that makes my job that much more easy because it's like, it's already, it's already out there. Um, more than anyone could ever fully um experience um which is exciting because you'll just never find the end you'll never find you know the the edges of this thing um but like as far as i'm concerned the festival is out there (laughs) it's just waiting to be discovered or waiting to be um you know to, to experience it in salem and yeah. so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad that we have connected. I'm so honored <laughs> that you've come um, so many years. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, for for as long as this is going on, I'll be attending, and, and Dean will be attending too. It'll be his first year, so he's gonna he's gonna be. No um, wait. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he can't wait. Like every uh, single day, he's just like, I can't wait until April. I can't wait until I, April. <laughs> see, I, I love a horror film film. I absolutely love a horror film festival, but it's it, to do to go to a horror film festival in the US. That's a that's a dream come true for me. 
Yeah, well, yeah. if if the United States does anything, it's horror. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've grown up watching, you know, American artists. Yeah, I love it. And yeah, to be out there in and like you like you were saying earlier on, you know, there's nothing quite like actually being in a in a cinema or in a theater with horror fans watching a movie. Like everyone's reaction together, it's great. I love that. So yeah, to be over there doing it at Salem Horror Fest, that would be a dream come true. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Can't wait. I'm booking my ticket now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's all that we have um, uh, to ask you, Kay, because you you cover everything, and I don't I don't I can't think of anything else to ask. So if there's any last words that you wanna you know tell anybody listening or watching, um, go right ahead. No, just keep an eye out <laughs> for April for for announcements for April. They're coming, and just watch something you've never heard of like just keep taking chances um i mean not even just in gen- in horror just like yeah find the things that make you uncomfortable or fill in your blind spots just like keep looking and because it's out there and support the voices support the people out there as you know all these studios and streaming services buy each other up and you have this consolidation of media companies the type of content that we're going to get is going to be watered down and just like so much more ip centric which there's a lot of like ip that i love and yeah like ip is not inherently bad or like evil or whatever but like it is leaving out so much really great art and um, ideas that people like you and I um, are are creating or are capable of creating. So if we keep supporting those people, um, more of it will not only exist, but it will reach more audiences. Exactly. So I guess last thing I'll say is watch something you've never heard of. And yes. share it with other people, especially people Absolutely. who don't seek it out. Just, um, I think one of the things I love most about horror people is that when we see that thing that's really special or interesting, we're so eager to tell someone else, you've yeah. got to see this. I can't be the only one who witnesses this. Exactly. So um, just keep doing that. Um, but do it for the people who are making the biggest sacrifices, taking the biggest risks and just like pouring everything that they have into, into these Mm. smaller projects because like the film landlocked, it was literally a zero budget film about a very big sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. It's so good. (laughs) And that is the magic of, of film and just like storytelling in general. So um you know find those projects they're out there yeah i agree i agree (laughs) i guess we've been doing that with the screen box actually dustin recently haven't we we've been sort of um building up a a, a relationship with those guys and then um they've been sending us screeners uh through the films that no one especially anyone in the uk here because we don't have screen box over here yet but they would never hear of these movies and they've been sending us through some real bangers man some real yeah. awesome awesome Pussy films cake. 
Pussy cake. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. What a great movie. It was so good. And they're and, all super nice too. I've been speaking to so many people saying you've got to check out this movie Pussy Cake, and they're just like, "Whoa, what's that? <laughs> what's that?" And I'm like, "Just, just watch it." Yeah, that's an example of watching something that you you're not really expecting to turn out amazing, and you're just like, "What? That is so good." <laughs> Some of the movies they're sending us are incredible, like really good. Yeah, like and when the screaming never... starts, really, yeah. really good. Yeah, really good film. Really, really good film. Yeah. So everything is out there. You just, you just got to look a little. And Film Horror Fest is like, it's just a, a little taste of what's really out there. So um, if you really want to come and build a whole experience, not just for, you know, being in Salem, but to, you know, be there with the community. Because the community is really, really awesome. And I've made friends, um, like filmmakers or just anybody in the audience, um from going to Salem Horror Fest and, and supporting everything that, Kay, that you've been doing and also what you've been doing for all the other filmmakers and everybody else, just everybody's supporting each other. And that's that's what this is all about, you know, is the support and the love and, and to be there for everybody. We're not there to bash somebody and say, wow, this film sucked. You should, you know, go kill yourself or something because you hear that a lot. And um, this festival is not for that. It's it's for the support in the community and, and the growth and, and you know, the chances. And that's that's the biggest thing right there is the chances. And, hey, I I thank you and I, and I know everybody else, you know, thanks you as well for those chances. And to have you coming on for the second time to talk about the show that I hold so close to my heart and I tell everybody about like Dean in the UK, I tell him about it and he's never even been, been here and I, I built it up and I was like, you're going to fucking love this festival. Um, and just like everybody else, like family members aren't really into horror who have attended a couple of screens. Like, you know what? This oh, festival is really, they really will cool. be. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, it's just, it's so awesome. And I, I really do thank you for everything that you do. I know you have a lot on your shoulders, but um, thank you seriously from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. And um, I think this is uh, pretty much all that, you know, Dean and I and Kay has to say. I mean, just keep your eye out. Follow, you know, um, Kay and Salem Horror Fest on socials. Um, you can go on the website to get all the other information, look at everything that's going on with Video Coven. I'll have all the links down below so um, you don't have to go searching all over the place for it. It'll just be right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kay is very active on social, so I'm sure if you have any questions, just uh, shoot her That's a message. Too active. <laughs> a little too, yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Dean, you'll be bringing over some UK folks, so we're going to be getting a lot of people um, to join this. So it's just going to be getting bigger and bigger. You're going to have to make this a uh, a year round horror fest. You ready for that, Kay? I will do it. I'm, you know what? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. A year-round horror fest. Listen, how many films you'll have to watch then. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll help out. We'll, we'll watch some for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It would be, sure. honestly, the best problem to have. So <laughs> Yes, for sure. But um, I think this is uh, pretty much it. And we're going to be signing off. Okay, it's a pleasure and an honor to have you on um, anytime. Nice. You know, just as before, if you want to come on and do or a movie review or anything. I know you have you're super busy, um, but you know DMs are always open, and you are uh, a friend and we're part of the family. And um, just being able to talk to you, even like this, and seeing you also at all the festivals, it it's very surreal. <laughs> it's super surreal. Like to me, you are a celebrity. You know, I mean, you oh, may no, not no, like no, feel no, like no, that, no. but 
<laughs> to me, <laughs> you are. <laughs> and um, just to see your growth, too, Thank even you. just you personally and you really coming into your own with transition, feeling like yourself um, more and more each day, <laughs> it, it also makes me extremely happy. Um, so support, support, support. Thank you guys for listening and supporting the show and supporting Salem Horror Fest any way that you can. Um, this is us signing off. It was the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I was your host, Dustin. I was your co-host, Dean. And that was the amazing, spooky Kay Lynch. So thank you guys so much. I'll see you on the next one.